back to another episode of Dedication, the last summer teachers talking terror podcast. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Mike. And I'm Courtney. And we are back for a bittersweet episode as this, like I mentioned, this will likely be, uh, not likely, this will be the final recorded episode before we start back to school as we have to report to duty tomorrow morning. Yes. I even wore my teacher's love summer shirt. Good for you, yeah. <laughs> for a for a for a day of meetings, followed by another day of meetings, and then we meet our kids, and then we have class, and then school's on. Life gets busy again. And if it's been any indication of what the last couple of years have been, um, we'll be back to summer before we know it, mm-hmm. <laughs> because things just fly by. But before we get there, we are here to talk about our first scheduled scratch-off movie poster film, one uh, that we kind of get back in the good graces of the film gods as we are covering 2003's French film High Tension, a movie I had seen multiple times before. I kind of told you a little anecdote last week about how this was going to be the first movie I shared with my with my now wife when we started dating, and she'd already seen it, so it was a good match. But it is your first viewing of this. Yes. Um, and like I mentioned last week, you can find this streaming all kinds of places. Uh, I know Tubi has it dubbed. Plex has it in subtitles. Um, and so that's where I watched it. And I found there are a couple of different versions. I, I'm interested to see which... We'll get to it real quick. Which version you saw. Um, because the original French like French film in uh, the French language was very graphic like yeah now this movie is graphic anyway yeah but when Lionsgate the distribution studio when they bought it after Sunday it's film festival um, they paid a lot of money to have it English dubbed so they could put it out in theaters and people would go see it and not complain about having to read but because they did that, they had to run it back through the American censors, and so they cut a lot of the gore and violence down. So, knowing that you watched the English dub and I watched the French film, or not film, but language, I'm curious, and like I said, we'll, we'll discover it pretty quick. Yeah. Because uh, there's one early scene in particular where um, I've seen it both ways, and and so that'll that'll be our litmus test as to which version we watched it's the nothing changes plot wise it's just they linger a little bit longer on some of the violence and some of the gore than they do in other parts okay and i Um, yeah i watched the version on tubi yeah Um, because you don't know how to read which is sad (laughs) i tried to do the french version with the subtitles and i just kept watching myself watching them like I can't, oh, okay. I couldn't you you, focus on okay. both and, of them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually like, what when you say watching them, are you, are you meaning like watching the actors or reading? Yeah, watching okay. the actors. So and then see, I would miss what it said, and I had gotcha, to back up a little gotcha. bit, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to take hours. And I find myself the exact opposite when I'm watching something with subtitles on. Yeah. I find myself ignoring the action, even if it's in English with English subtitles. I find myself reading. And missing the action. Um, oh, see, yeah. yeah, I 
Casey and I joke that like people who watch movies with subtitles are like psychopaths, like people who sleep with socks. Oh. And um, my sister brought back two of her roommates from college and they stayed with us. And one of her roommates is like, I only watch TV with subtitles in case A, a lot of people do. A lot of people do. What? There's, a, there's another podcast oh. I listen to, um, uh, Werewolf Ambulance, another horror podcast. Uh, very similar format to ours. Uh, you know, a guy and his female friend who's younger than he is. They, I mean, but they're both horror hounds. They've seen it all. Um, but uh, yeah, he's like everything. He, everything he watches is subtitles. Oh my goodness! I and and there there is a lot to be said about doing that because, um, what was it? There was something on. Oh, it was this movie. Yeah, it was this movie that when we were um, with the subtitles on, there was an early scene where uh, Marie is going upstairs. Alex is downstairs talking to her mom in the bedroom, and Marie goes upstairs to check out her room. And as she's walking away, you hear the mom and the, and Alex talking, and Marie gets further and further away to where you really can't. It's very muffled, mm-hmm. but with the subtitles on, it's telling you everything they're talking about. Yeah. Um. And and it was inconsequential, but right. it still was just kind of like, oh, you know, like you. It was a murmur to the point where you're not even really focused on it, but with the words there, it's like, oh, I, you know, it's like you you know what's being said in another room yeah. without having to be there. It was kind of cool. Um. Yeah, there is a lot to be said about it. And a lot of people do watch everything with subtitles on just because they don't want to miss things. I've I've watched different British films uh, with subtitles on because even though they're speaking English, sometimes yeah. the dialect is a little tough to mm-hmm. to crack. And so it's it's a nice way to do it. Uh, but we, like I said, we watched different language versions of this film. Let's see how much it impacts as we talk about high tension. Um yes. This movie kicks off with something, and I love it when movies do this, where they drop the answer right in your lap, but you don't know what you're watching yet. Yeah. And so it's confusing, and then suddenly you kind of forget about it because it didn't register, and then you might almost get angry later because it didn't make sense. Like some mm-hmm. like, But then when you think back and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of gave that away at the beginning. And so this film does that. We, our movie kicks off with, we don't know the characters yet, but we've got a, a woman who is clearly been in some violent situations. She's got staples. She's got scars. She's got bruising. She's got cuts. Uh, she's in a hospital gown. She's on a gurney and she's kind of mumbling to herself. Um, you know, along the lines of uh, come between us again. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Something like that. and so as the camera kind of pans to the left, we see the red recording light of a camcorder facing her. It's blurred off, but we could tell that she's being recorded. We don't know what this is about yet, and then we cut to um, kind of a, a chase in the woods. Yeah, uh, and it turns out that this girl that we've seen is like chasing herself and then she wakes up in the backseat of a car so it's like already right away for not knowing what's going on you're thrown for all kinds of loops like Mm -hmm. are we backtracking are we foreshadowing but we meet marie and alex and marie is the the blonde in the beginning 
as well as the blonde and the and what we now know as a dream. Um, and they're headed to Alex's parent. They're basically going to Alex's house to study. They're university students. They've got some generic exam that's important, whatever. It doesn't matter. But they're going to Alex's house in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Which is never <laughs> a good place for a horror film. Uh, unless you like, like us, you like it when people go to the middle yeah. of nowhere. Because that's when the horror happens. Um, the plot, there, there really isn't a plot to this movie. Uh, which, you know, kind of escapes a lot of people because we don't know anything about anybody. Right. Outside of just the events of the film. Yes. Uh, and so there's no, there's really no character arcs. There's no, oh, there's just really no plot. There's no, you know, excuse me. It's just a matter of, Alex and Marie are at Alex's parents' house. Her parents and brother are there. Marie gets a tour of the house, shown where she's going to sleep. You know, she meets the parents. You know, Alex. Um, we do get some indication pretty quickly. That's easy to miss if you're not really looking into it. But, you you know, early on, even in the car scenes, Marie's talking to Alex with a little bit more possessive romantic vibe than maybe Alex is realizing. Yeah. And Marie goes outside later on. Everybody's gone to bed. Marie goes outside to have a cigarette. She looks up into what is possibly the worst situated window yeah. ever. Uh, as she can see directly in an up through an upstairs window, she can see Alex taking a shower. Yeah. Um, who puts a full-size window in their shower? When you live in the middle of nowhere, it doesn't matter. It should. <laughs> it still should. Uh, and so uh, Marie then goes upstairs, listens to some reggae, and takes advantage of remembering. <laughs> remembering what she saw yeah. as Alex was showering. So, I mean, we, we know relatively quickly Marie's got feelings for Alex. But Alex is just, she does, I mean, there's naivety there. She doesn't even realize yeah. that her friend Marie likes her. And that's fine. Whatever. Um, we do see a very disturbing scene before any of this happens. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we get the, we, and it doesn't even impact what's going on with the family, but we get the vibe. I was going to say, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I was nowhere. like, what? When yeah. it happened. Yeah, we get a um, we get a different type of self pleasure scene <laughs> earlier yeah. in the film, where we we see this large, dirty truck. Yeah, like very an old and rusty. Yeah, and industrial just, looking, not like yeah. a pickup truck, but more like a like a delivery truck or something like a trade worker would drive with all of their tools inside. Or yeah. Something. Um, and we see this very dirty greasy man who is he's making he's making himself happy yeah um and then that is over and then he just reaches his hand out the window and drops a human head yeah um a <laughs> uh, human head with long black hair um much like alex's mm -hmm. um and it's just like what <laughs> yeah 
it, it was really fun watching this with my wife, thinking, knowing that you were watching it like the same night. You were about an hour ahead of us. Um, but it was just fun because it's like, oh, I wonder what Courtney thought of that. I wonder what Courtney thought I, of this. Part. I was just like, I was very thrown off because I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, it was decently early into the movie. Oh, yeah. It's so, like they, the girls hadn't even got to the house yet. Yeah. So it's um, like, how is he going to play into yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. And so we meet our killer. He, He's our killer. Um, yeah. And they don't hide him, which is kind of unique for a slasher film because a lot of times early on they're in the, like they build up like like Michael Myers or Jason or even like the shark in Jaws. Like there's killing going on, but you don't see the killer yet. Yeah. This guy is like right away. He's clearly killed because he's got the yeah. human head. Um, so back to where we were. Everybody's asleep except Marie. And uh, she hears a doorbell. And so um, the dad wakes up, Daniel, to go answer the door. Uh, and it's the man from before. He opens the door. Uh, the headlights are glaring in his face. And this man just takes a straight razor and just slashes him across the face. Yeah. And, like, Marie's seeing all this happen from the upstairs window. This part, this whole next bit with the dad for gore, like if you like gore and just, oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> this is this is the first indicator of where I was curious. So the 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 killer forces his, forces his way into the house. Dad, of course, has been slashed in the face. The dog comes to attack. It takes the dog down. Mm-hmm. Dad tries to crawl up the stairs and the killer like puts his foot on the back of his head and like forces his head between the banister rails. Yeah. Which at this point I was like, okay, a good way to like hold him there. You know, he's just going to let him like bleed out and die slowly, whatever. But no, (laughs) no. So what did he do in your version? He grabbed a big old bookcase. Yeah. And he just like, it was really cool because you could see from the dad's point of view, like, Oh my goodness, like yeah. this is coming at me. And I'm pinned. And then the killer just like rams it through and decapitates the dad. Okay, so I my my question for you is what happened to the head? It just fell. Okay. Okay. So so we did even though you watched it dubbed, I think we watched the same version. Okay, good. Because I was going to be like, there was so much gore in this one that yeah. if there was more in the French one, no, 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 like no. that's insane. Was, yeah, because <laughs> in in the in the like American re-release, even though it's the same film, not a remake, just yeah. a re-release, um, they cut that back. His head didn't decapitate. His basically his neck just kind of got pushed to the side. Oh, like okay. it still broke his neck, yeah. but his head was attached. Where of course in this one. The head just pops clear off and it's just yeah. geysering blood straight uh-huh. out onto the floor. And it kind of did like an eagle eye view. Like you yeah. could yeah, see. Yeah, you're looking like, from above. Like just his body. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's just yeah. spraying blood. Um, so somehow all of this rustling around downstairs didn't wake everybody up. No. Um, but it did wake up Alex's mom. Uh, and so Marie is her name, or no, sorry, Marie's hearing the mother's screams because she goes down to investigate. And of course, the killer just comes after her. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Marie then, after leaving her room, she, I mean, she's smart. She really is. 
she uh, she goes and she goes back up to her room and she grabs the phone off the top of like the wardrobe and she's gonna call the police. And then she hears them coming, so she like quickly gets her room back to completely unlived in. Like it's a mac. Yeah. Like the way that she just even grabs the towel and wipes the sink out so it's dry. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? Right. But then when he goes to check, like smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's and again, after you've seen the movie, all of this makes sense. Yeah. You know, where she's like, yeah. she knew what the killer would be checking for yep. because it all makes sense. Um, and so, spoiler, there's going to be spoilers in this, by the way, everybody. <laughs> if you're watching this far and you're like, I want to see, then, then, then turn it off and go watch the movie. Yeah. There's going to be spoilers. It is very good. So. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she hides under the bed. The killer looks, lifts the mattress up. Her, she's tucked her feet in. He doesn't see her. So he goes back into the house. Um. Marie, uh, like she, she goes and goes into another room. I don't know whose room it was. It may have been the mom's and like the parents room. I don't know. She goes into somebody's room and no better time for, (laughs) for notifications. Um, so yeah, killer can't find Marie. So she goes downstairs and she finds Alex you know, to go get Alex. Yeah. And Alex is like chained up in her bedroom. Yeah. She's and this, Alex was like kind of frustrating this whole time because it's like, Marie's trying, like, where's the phone? And Alex yeah. is just like moaning and groaning yeah. and like crying. And Marie's like, I can't help you unless right. you tell me where I can find a phone. Yeah. Marie's like, very much a survivor. Here. Yes. Like, it was so frustrating because I'm like, Alex, like, shut up and tell her. Right. But. As we find yeah. out, we it makes sense yeah. in retrospect. Yeah. Um, so Marie sneaks into the parents' room looking for a phone. She she hears some, you know, she basically hears the killer still out there, so she hides in the closet. We get another very brutal yeah. murder scene. Yeah. It, cre- creepy too. Marie's locked herself. She's and it's just a it's like an accordion door closet. Mm-hmm. It's nothing secure, but it's got the slats that she can see through. So the mom, um, you know, the mom comes into the bedroom, the killer's after her, you know, the mom like, um, you know, gets her throat slit, but she's like up against the closet door and can yeah. see Marie. Like they make, it's, it was just yeah. so, so eerie seeing and that wide eyed from like from the, the watchers yeah. point of view, like you're making eye contact with the mom when it's on the mom, like, because she's yeah. looking at you through those slats and yeah. it's, the camera placement I really liked here because it yeah, was, we are, I mean, we are like it was really good. <laughs> we're seeing it from Marie's yeah. perspective, and I think you nailed it that we're looking at the mom. She's looking at us as she's yeah. as she's dying. Um, you know, very brutal throat slash. Yeah, because not only does he slash it, but he like pulls her head back yeah. to where it's just like you can see the ripping of the neck skin, yeah. and yeah. blood is just ah. Uh, uh, cuts it it cuts her hand off. Yeah, because she tried to dial yeah, the police. She tried, like, yeah, she grabbed the phone, and he's like, hey, "You're not doing that." Um, so, you know, Marie is Marie's the only one that hasn't been found. Right. Um, he's obviously gotten to Alex, and he hasn't killed Alex. He's got her chained up. Um, but 
based on what we saw him do with that human head earlier, we can deduce that he likes girls like Alex. Yeah, her time will come. Um, and so we got the little brother, Tom, who is just running around the house. Honestly, though, his his escape, 10 out of 10. No, like, I would say he's no bigger than like six, probably. Yeah, right. And his idea is to just full sprint out of the house into the cornfield. Smart move. So smart. Except the killer has a shotgun. Yeah. And, and, follow, and follows him into the cornfield. I'm glad they didn't show this. Yes. Um, but you get, you know, from a distance, you you see the cornfield, yeah. you see the light up, you hear the gunshot, and you just know he got him. Yep. Yeah. They do show him overhead as he's lying there dead. But I'm And gonna, did he look like a totally bigger person when you when they probably, showed it overhead? He probably was. Like um, I was like, man, Tom looks really big. Right. <laughs> How would you like to be that actor that has to dress up like that six year old yeah. boy in his like in his like pirate slash cop uniform? And, yeah. Um, you're you're thirty six years old, but you're wearing that costume and Yeah. So yeah. So Marie Marie sees Tom get killed, you know, from afar. Um, so she knows now's the time. The killer's got or the killer's after Tom. I'm in the house with Alex. Let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marie is, you know, she's trying to be resourceful, trying to get Alex free. Yeah. She can't get her free because she's chained up. Um, she hears the killer coming back. So she goes down to the kitchen and grabs a butcher knife. And I, I really like this shot. As she's, she's got the butcher knife and she's standing like half out of the shadows. And then the killer like is taking yeah. Alex out of the house. And we see Marie just like back into the shadow. Like she, to where you can't see her anymore. Yeah. I, I just really like that shot of using the shadows. Killer throws Alex in the back of the truck. Marie um, sneaks into the truck with the butcher knife. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's—I mean—and the plan seems flawless. She's got the she's got yeah. knife ready above her head. I'm gonna come down and stab this guy when he closes the door. Like we're good. And then he just slides the door shut. Yeah, like so, he didn't even see her. It was such a disappointment. Yeah. So Marie is trapped in the back of the truck. Alex is chained up in the back of the truck. And so Marie now has basically got to keep quiet because she doesn't want to give away that mm-hmm. she's there. And this. This was, I, I really liked this approach because Alex and Marie, well, Alex anyway, um, made such an effort to talk about how isolated her parents' house was mm-hmm. that we're only like half hour into the film. Yeah, yeah, this and, stuff. And all we have is Marie, Alex, and the killer. Mm-hmm. Dad, mom, and Tom are all dead. Um, and so had the movie chosen to just stay at the house, it, it wouldn't have worked. No. But by trap, well, by capturing one and trapping the other one in the truck, that gave us a creative way to get away from this Mm -hmm. isolated location. Uh, so I thought that was pretty clever screenwriting, you know, pretty clever story development. And we can't do this all here because this killer is just taking everyone out. Um, but what if he doesn't know? So we go to a gas station. Killer yeah. stops at a gas station. And he's the killer's familiar with this gas station. Yeah, like first name basis. Yeah, with Jimmy. With Jimmy. The and gas station. In the movie, person. the movie, 
I know I said it once, I'm going to say it again. Like, they did such a great job with this creepy, greasy killer guy. But then they're showcasing him a lot. He's not this shadowy figure. He's a dude. And it was kind of cool to see, um, like, when he's not killing, he's just stopping at the gas station. Yeah. You know, like, these are things you never see happen in movies. But I'm like, it's happening here. Like, he's not killing 24-7. No. He's he's got Alex right where he wants her. So he's just going to go about his life. Quote, unquote, normal person. Exactly. Like, you know, outside of killing people. So Marie, again, she needs to get help. So she gives Alex the knife and she bravely sneaks out of the truck while he's pumping gas. Yeah. Um, And another really cool shot of like under the truck as we just see her feet step down onto the pavement. Um, She runs into the store and starts talking to to Jimmy. You know, I need help. I need help. And then, of course, he's done pumping gas. So he's on his way in. So now she has to hide. Mm-hmm. And uh, killer comes in. He's talking to Jimmy. He wants some alcohol, um, and then just as he's getting an alcohol, or he's, as he's getting whatever alcohol out of the case, turns around and just gets an axe buried in his chest. Yeah. This I read in the trivia um, when we watched The Shining, and when. Um, Doc, the like the caretaker, mm-hmm. and he was down in Florida, and he was like connecting with Danny, and they yeah. made all that effort to come back to the hotel, only to step in and then just get an axe buried in his chest. Um, the The director of this film was kind of paying homage to the way that axe was buried, because okay. it's like he swung it just like Jack Nicholson does, yeah. just kind of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, so Jimmy Jimmy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's this fun little cat and mouse because uh, the killer doesn't, he just has this feeling that somebody else is there. Yeah. Um, so she goes and hides in a bathroom stall. And, and I like it when movies do this too, where they cut back and forth between the cat and the mouse. Mm-hmm. So she's hiding in a bathroom stall. We see him go into a bathroom. He starts kicking open the stall doors. They show him outside the last stall door. We know she's in a stall. We're like, oh, no, it's that one. He kicks it open and she's not there because he's in the other bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then they then they show him walk across to the other bathroom. Um, but lo and behold, he doesn't find her. Uh, but he leaves. She She realizes she survived this. But then, as she's like wa- like getting a drink of water out of the fount- out of the, uh, the faucet, she hears the like the truck start back up. Yeah, so it's like her only purpose for getting in that truck to save Alex is going. Yeah, and and so she, I mean, again, it's like, what's she gonna do? Yeah. Um. So she finds dead Jimmy, takes his car keys, and takes his car. Yeah, right after out. she called nine one one. Yeah, she did. She did call. She did call the police, um, and we see a lot here out of Marie. She's trying to tell the police what's going on, where she's at. She she doesn't know where she's at. Uh, the police, understandably, are like, "Well, where are you? I'm I'm at, yeah. a, I'm at a gas station. <laughs> we well, can't do anything. Well, at a gas station, I don't know. 
you know, and then she gets so mad at him. She's like, I'm just going to burn this place down. Like we yeah. see a lot of anger out of Marie, but again, we don't know anything yet. So everything is just, we base it on frustration. Mm-hmm. Um, so in no time at all, she catches up to the killer's truck. Almost like she knew where he was going. Yeah. Um, but again, <laughs> in retrospect, it all yeah. makes sense. Um, and so she chases him down. She does catch up to him. They go down this deserted road. She try, She's trying to stay back, but I, it's very obvious that she's following him. Yeah. Well, then, like, he like, goes around the corner, and the next thing you know, he's right behind her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like just poor Marie's trying to be this, like, heroine, and... She just gets outsmarted by this killer every yeah. every angle. Car gets run off the road, runs into a tree. Uh, so now she's out on foot. She's injured, obviously, for this car accident. Um, and the killer's after her. Because, again, yeah. the killer's got Alex chained up. Alex is going nowhere. No, she's not. Um, to come across... I... I don't traverse through the forests and wooded areas around our community. Do you think there are abandoned greenhouses all over the place? Mm, you know what? I can tell you a place there might be one. Like, but there's I, only one place. Because <laughs> I don't know. There might be more. Yeah, I know. And like as someone who grew up in the middle of nowhere and like my parents still live there. So like we'd go across the road and, you know, yeah. go mushrooming and stuff in the woods. No, we... You I did not ever across, find. You haven't come across any abandoned yeah. greenhouses? Nope. Yeah. With like well, weapons almost in them too. Yeah. So Marie comes across an abandoned greenhouse. The killer is after her with a flashlight. Marie finds, um, you know, it, it's a, they must be like growing truffles or something yeah. in there because there's a need for barbed wire around this greenhouse. But she grabs a, like a fence, like a small broken fence post, wraps barbed wire around it. Now she's got a weapon. Yeah. She's trying to sneak around. Again, the killer outsmarts her again as she's, like, keeping an eye on where he is with by checking out his flashlight. Well, then she gets up to the flashlight. He's just hung it from some rope. And it's just, it's like, oh, I mean, you just yeah. you feel for it. Because then he's right behind her and he throws some. Uh... Now, we used to own a greenhouse when we had the flower shop. And I'll tell you right now, greenhouse plastic is very thick. So he drops this over her head and he starts asphyxiating her. You know, they're fighting it over. Um, and so uh, he, she hits him in the head with a rock, you know, and then takes this barbed wire post to his head. And mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's so gross. She yeah. hits him inside the head and then they show her like, Pulling it away. Yeah, she's got to pull it. You can you can almost hear it popping out of mm-hmm. all of the holes that she's put into his face. Um, she beats him down, suffocates him with the plastic sheet, beats him down some more. Like, he's just bloody pulp, this guy. Yeah. Uh, and this is where the movie really throws the first-time viewer for a loop. Yeah. I'm assuming up to this point, everything that you've seen, you expected as this is what was happening, right? Like yeah, you, like this, 
This you, threw me. I had no, yeah, that's I mean. you no guesses. Yeah. You didn't anticipate that there no. was something else going on. And so, I missed I missed a part that's coming up though. Oh, did you? Yes, that I had later read was important. Oh, well, because that's... <laughs> I know, I know, because I was so confused after I watched it. And so then I like went back and was like reading some stuff. And then I was like, oh, oh I missed that part. That's disappointing. I know. That happened to me with the Blair Witch Project. It, I was very upset, though, because I'm like, but still, my mind was still just blown. Yeah. So Marie has killed the killer. Mm-hmm. She takes his keys. Um, she goes back to the truck and Alex is just terrified of Marie. Yeah. Now it's easy to chalk that up to just shock and trauma. Yeah. Little PTSD type stuff. Meanwhile, they cut to the police showing up at the gas station. And this is what I missed. Oh man. Like I, this was the whole reveal. I know. And that's it. I have no clue because I was literally sitting on the couch watching it. So I don't know if like Pedro, you know, I don't know if I got up to do something for him, something, but I just, I, yeah, this is where I was really confused because I was like, what the heck? Without this, I could definitely see where it's confusing. Yeah. (laughs) So the police show up and of course they find Jimmy dead while they start watching the in-store surveillance tapes. And they they see the murder that we saw. Only what they see is Marie is the one killing. Marie is the one that buried the axe into Jimmy's chest. And then she turns and looks right at the camera. Like she knows what she's doing. So then we cut back to Alex and it all makes sense. Because um, Alex still has the knife. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, Marie has the keys. She lets her loose. And she's just fawning over her. Like, in Marie's mind, I just saved her life. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. like she's alive because of me. I did it. Yeah. I killed. We're free. We're good to go. And Alex is terrified of Marie. Because, as we now know, even though it wasn't spelled out to us, but we could put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Marie is the one responsible yeah. for killing everybody. Marie killed her parents. Marie killed her brother. Marie's the one that locked her up, which explains why Alex has been so squeamish and scared. Yeah. We just assumed it's because of the killer. Well, it is mm-hmm. because of the killer, but the killer isn't some greasy hair, uh, some greasy, nasty right. guy. It's Marie. Um, You know, Marie is in love with Alex and is delusional and has some split personality going on. So, um, you know, Alex is free. She threatens Marie with a knife, slashes her face, stabs her in the stomach and takes off. Like mm-hmm. Alex, Marie ha- in her mind has escaped the killer, but Alex yeah. is not. No. Um, and so this is the part that my wife and I agree is it's not hard to follow, but I feel like once you've unveiled the twist, that Marie is the killer. You don't you don't need the greasy killer yeah, guy anymore. Yeah, keep it with Marie. Now, I understand why they did it because this is Marie back and forth, you know, with the killer mindset mm-hmm. and the and the, the savior mindset. But it is a little confusing. 
because again, like we just saw that guy die. Why is he back? Well, it's because it's all yeah. Um, and so Marie takes a like a giant like concrete like saw. a table saw type yeah. thing. Yeah, it's just massive. Yeah. Like, power tool that apparently is electric or apparently is battery powered or gas powered. Yeah. So she's chasing Alex through the forest with this thing. We see it in her cut. It's the guy, then it's Alex or Marie, then it's the guy, then Marie, whatever. They're two in the same. Alex flags down a guy in a car. Uh, well, flags down isn't the right word. She jumps out in front of his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> jumps out in front of his car yeah. at the last moment. Um, you know, of course, he, like in every horror film, it's so cliche. You know, he kind of loses control of his car. It stalls on the side of the road. Now he can't get it started. Nope. Uh, Marie shows up with her saw. Alex is in the back seat, And Marie um, takes this guy out. Like, hops up on... It's not Marie. It's the guy. The guy, yeah. But, uh, you know, he takes this saw, puts it through the windshield, just opens this guy up. Just blood, blood is just spewing everywhere. Everywhere. And all of it is hitting Alex in the face. Like and like specifically like in her mouth. Because yeah. she is like, ah, although she's still, and she still it's, somehow uh, had the whitest teeth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um this guy doesn't make it. I mean, disemboweled, like he's a goner. Um and then turns her sights on Alex, busting through the back windows, like trying to get her cornered. She crawls out the front windshield, unfortunately gets a massive piece of glass sliced through her her Achilles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was hard to watch her taking that out. That was like, good good for you guys, because that is some graphic uh, physical effects there. But before she did that, she she did have a crowbar. Um, Marie comes up on Alex basically forces herself on her, you know, I've got you, starts kissing her. Well, Alex wisely starts kissing her back to distract her before burying that crowbar into her chest. Doesn't kill her, but it does take her out. And Marie is clearly subdued now as she just starts mumbling what we heard at the beginning of the movie. Mm -hmm. I'll never let anyone come between us again. Then we get the wraparound. The movie's over. But we are back in like the psychiatric hospital that Mm -hmm. we started in. We now have got the whole story. Um, And Marie kind of turns to the two-way mirror and like reaches out. She's just assuming out. It's like she feels Alex's presence. Yeah. And Um, Alex even says like, can she see me? Does she know I'm here? And and who we assume is the doctor, like, no, she can't. And then it's just like, boom. And it's, and it's so creepy when she does it. Yeah. Um, But I mentioned at the beginning of the movie that one of the things I really like when movies do, and this movie did it, it it almost anticipated there would be audience confusion. So they gave us that beginning scene of Marie obviously beat up, and mm-hmm. but, they, but they had her recorded. Right. Which means this whole movie has been told to us from an unreliable narrator. Um, everything we saw was what Marie was telling us. Yeah. Because that's what they were recording. They were recording her what happened. And so towards the end of it, things start falling apart for her. But it was just 
really smart filmmaking choice to give us that camera at the beginning of the movie, letting us know then we didn't know. Mm-hmm. But now we know that the person who's been telling us this story is not reliable, which is why we we saw a greasy killer guy. Because Marie's telling the story. Yeah. And it and wasn't... Yeah, like, I, did, I love it when... And I think that. because I missed that part, like, that's where I was like, wait, where did, where did this come from? Oh, and I man. was just like, like it did it it didn't take away from the like the high tension of right, this movie right. because this movie's name was perfect yeah but it took away just from like the the aha moment for yeah me. I, I feel bad for you because it's like you'll never get that first viewing and back. yeah and it was like it was so quick because I saw the police officers going in I saw them go into the gas station I saw them find the body I saw them walk to the camera and then I saw her approaching Alex. So it's like, again, I don't oh, know what I was man. doing. It seriously was like th- arguably the most important 30 seconds. of. The I know. Day. And it's like, <laughs> what happened? Where oh, was I? Man. What a bummer. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. But oh, that's high tension. This is, this is the, in my opinion, this is the, one of the stronger movies we've seen in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um undoubtedly. And uh and so let's uh let's 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 just cut to it. Let's give it a grade. This got an A plus for me. I think like if I because like in the beginning, you know, we talked about how I'm a kindergarten teacher, yeah. so I, I grade on standards. Like we aim for a three, but this is a four. Yeah. Like this just went above and beyond. I mean, I text you thirty minutes in and mm-hmm. I was like my heart, my heart yeah. hadn't stopped yeah, the you whole go, time. I'm, yeah, you you go. I'm 33 minutes in, and my heart is racing. Like I, because, I was so like that made me so happy when you sent me even, that. Even yeah, so excited for and you. And it's like even the parts that weren't scary, it still had the the darkness from outside, mm-hmm. the music in the background. Like you just knew. Yeah, like, the atmosphere just itself was yes. just unsettling. Yeah, and and. I do. I did. When you sent me that text, yeah. I was so excited because it was like that, that to me is like, I mean, we're like 40 some episodes in, but like, that's to me, the whole premise of this show is, you know, we go all the way back to almost a year ago. Yeah. Um, where I just happened to see your post on Twitter about, you know, Casey won't watch him and you love horror movies. And I can, I, when I it took me a couple of days because I was I won't say I wasn't nervous, but it was just like well, you know that's a it's a big commitment. Yeah, you know it's one thing to just like chat, you know, but a podcast is a commitment, and 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 so I approached you with it, and you're like, yeah, we can give it a shot, and here we are, almost a full year later. Yeah, and movies like this excite me because I've seen this a handful of times, but. The likelihood you probably never would have. No, with especially being, because it's dubbed. Yeah, with it being a <laughs> or, French, French yeah. film, and on, and I mean, I know we joked about it earlier, but like, it. I mean, it's twenty years old. It's way yeah. older than a lot of the movies that you are exposed to. You know, yeah. 
Um, and it's, I mean, and I will say that the action was so good. If you're someone like me that hates dubbed movies, yeah, I didn't even notice. Well, and like, and like I told you last week too, there's not a lot of dialogue. No, there's not. And so even if you don't, even if you watch it with subtitles, there, there is, if they're talking, there's no action. No. And if there's action, they're not talking. And yeah. so you're, you're not going to have to wrestle with watching it while mm-hmm. reading it because they're yeah. not doing both. Um, yeah, that I'm good. A plus didn't surprise me. Uh, I'm going to go with an A. Um, I, I, I do love this movie. I do have a, a pantheon of, of films that I'd like save an A plus for. Um, this movie is definitely a high A though, like borderline A plus. Um, just the little minor thing of, once Wits revealed that Marie's the killer, just let her be the killer. Yeah. You know, like the, it, the mm-hmm. back and forth didn't take away from it, but it was still like, we we're in on it now. Yeah. Like Alex has known the whole time, but she's been gagged. We like the twist was for us. Mm-hmm. Well, the twist is over now. And especially like you, where you said you missed that like 30 seconds. I bet those wood scenes were fairly confusing. Yeah, they were. <laughs> where it's him and then it's her and then it's like what? And but yeah, so had they just committed to being her the rest of the way, I that probably would have elevated it. It didn't take away from the movie, but it was enough that um it it was enough that it's like, all right, I don't really understand your choice because we now know the truth. But yeah. Um but either way, really I, I really like this movie a lot. And I'm glad yeah, I'm glad day. you did too. Um, and so, all right, lesson time. I, I know that we, we've really strayed off course of what we have thought we were going to approach it with, with, uh, if we were yeah. a teacher in this universe. Um, some of them are hard though. Yeah. They really, you like, know, this, like one, this one, this one would be hard. Yeah. Um, I get, I get like, if I were a teacher in this universe, um, I would be very heartbroken by what happened to Tom. Yeah, I if I were a teacher in this universe, I would I would make sure that I don't know, I've I've got a action plan for when yeah. someone comes in. Like Tom knew. I mean, he was the only guy who was like, Let me get out of this house and just right. run. Right. Like and he's the youngest one there. Yeah, but knowing that um, you know, Tom and his parents you know, were murdered and his sister was kidnapped and you know, um granted they found the killer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that definitely, especially for that young an age to lose a student. I've never mm-hmm. lost a student, thankfully. Yeah. But I can't imagine the heartbreak of losing someone that young, especially to something so violent. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, having an action plan, definitely, like you said, I think would be would be a very important thing. Although, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. Hopefully the French educational system is yeah. a little bit more intuitive. I saw, did you see in the news yesterday? Do you remember the story of the first grade teacher? I think it was out in Denver, possibly. I think that was uh, last year shot by a six-year-old. Yes. Okay. She didn't die. Uh, well, she sued the school district for like $40 million. Um, and it's now reached like... It, it's now moving forward. And it's the school district's attorney. I read this yesterday. The school district's attorney came out and said that 
she should only be allowed to file for workman's comp because it happened at school. And this is the part that is making, that is just really ruffling feathers. Um, that, 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 that she, it's, it's a hazard of the job. Getting shot by one of your students is now, at least from the lawyers of a school district perspective, it's now, it's just, it's just a job hazard. You know, like getting sick every fall, that's a job hazard. Paper cuts are a job hazard. Um, but apparently... I mean, being hit by a kid... Yeah, um, that's a job hazard. ...is a job hazard yeah. because we've all, you know, we've all got those kids. Yeah. But it's like the only place where the job hazard should be being shot by someone, and it really shouldn't be... Right. ...is being in the military or being a police officer. Yeah, and that's... Because and that's those are the unfortunate types of events that happen. That's what their teachers union came out with too. It was like, wait a minute, like, like, no, 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 no. Like, you know, law enforcement, it's a job hazard there. Like this yeah. is education. It shouldn't, this should not be viewed as a job hazard getting shot in school. Um, and so there's been a lot of backlash um, from everybody, like in that, especially in that school district, custodians, um, like, uh, school security, they're almost like, Whoa, wait a minute. Like we're, if, if this is how we're redefining yeah. the job. Um, so hopefully this lady gets a very healthy settlement out of it. Yeah. Uh, just based on the idiocy of, of that their comment. attorneys. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I understand she's doing for 40 million. I can yeah. see the district being like, that's, mm. That's a lot. That's a lot. Let's uh, let's find some common ground. But yeah. For her lawyers to be like, that's part of the job. No, it's not. No, that's it's like not. saying school shootings are accepted. Like, yeah. That's like yeah. yeah. Like no, no. There, it's not. It's not part of the job. Um, yeah. So I do. I agree with you. I think a plan, uh, you know, is is definitely something that they will need. Um, so. Well, in our rotation, it is time to shuffle. Yes. Okay. It is shuffle time. Uh, like I said, because it we've go just as a reminder to you listeners, you know, like one week I'll bring a wreck, one week you'll bring a wreck. We'll go off the poster, and then we will, um, you know, we'll go, uh, you know, just randomly. Um, looking at the poster, it brings us down to ninety-one movies now. Um, the we did we did good we're in good shape we're nine movies done with the poster i gotta take that one off uh but yeah so let's are you ready to shuffle yes there are 970 movies <laughs> in my horror collection and when i shuffle okay i'm gonna i'm gonna switch okay i'm not i'm not gonna right. change i'm gonna stay in the same All right. you brought this up what i shuffled to was the movie hellbound hellraiser 2 Oh, okay. But, but I, don't, <laughs> but but I, I, I think we'll switch it and we'll just watch. We'll watch the first Hellraiser. All right, and that um, that was on my list. Yeah, I know it was. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. I know that like your first Jason movie was part six. Uh huh. But but those movies are are not like plot linear. Correct. <laughs> so it didn't matter where we started with Jason. Um, mm-hmm. I have not seen Hellraiser two, so I. <laughs> But I do know there are characters in the first movie that are also in the second movie. So I think there's a little bit more 
linear storytelling going on. Okay. So we will watch for next I love week. That, that we just talked about it just yeah, a little bit ago. Yeah, we did just ago. last week. <laughs> um, and, uh, I, I, and it might, you know, let me look. It might be a... Uh, it might be a... It's not a scratch-off. It's not? No, because I oh, left it looked. on my list. Okay. Because okay. remember, we went through and talked about the ones on my list. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So I knew... That's right. We did talk about that. Oh, I love this. Yeah. So for next... You'll like this one, too, especially because you like gore. Um, so for next week, we will be watching the original Hellraiser, Clive Barker's Cenobite. Uh, it's... It's, it's, it's a, I don't know, it's, it's weird to say, it's, it's a sexy movie. Okay. If that makes any sense. Like, 1987, it, uh, it's a good one, but there, there's, there is, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of sexiness behind it. Um, and so, it's, uh, it's a good movie. You'll like this one. Million dollar budget, $14 million at the box office. Wow. Um. You know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice if I, I would take fourteen times my salary yeah, here. Same. Um, and so, yeah, we will be watching the original nineteen eighty seven Hellraiser next week, uh, the first of many Pinhead movies starring uh, Doug Bradley. He made a whole career out of being uh, Pinhead. So, um, social media wise, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, Oh, let me, I've added this. I kind of like letting our listeners know where they can watch um, these movies streaming. Um, You can stream, um, if you've got uh, Amazon Prime, you can stream Hellraiser. You can also rent it on Apple TV, uh, but you can stream it with ads on Tubi and Pluto TV. So uh, free on both of those Cases, just download the apps, set up an account, and you've got access to Hellraiser. So, if you'd like to watch Hellraiser uh, for next week when we get back here and discuss it, there you go, Tubi and Pluto. Um, until then, I don't have anything else except for a day's worth of freedom before we go back to school tomorrow. Yes. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, but for another episode of Education, I'm Mike. And I'm Courtney. And we'll see you guys next week with Hellraiser. Bye.